So I'm super excited to announce that the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care has partnered with Flat River Infusions as a corporate sponsor. Now, who is Flat River Infusions? They are a North Carolina-based hemp and CBD company that provides all natural CBD products. The owner of Flat River Infusions, Nick Sagan, has a pretty powerful family story to tell. I would encourage you to go to their website, flatriverinfusions.com, and read about it. But just to let you know that Flat River's products are non-GMO, gluten-free, full-spectrum, and broad-spectrum CBD oils. There's a quality product that's grown in North Carolina, and you can't really say that about a lot of the CBD products on the market today. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what the quality control is. And you don't know what other channels those products have passed through before they actually get to you. Whether you're looking for a wellness product to add to your routine or an all-natural plant product, Flat River Infusions is here to help. Their products help support healthy body functioning, as well as help support healthy growing muscles as well. My favorite product is the CBD Herbal Salve which comes in a little glass container and you can literally rub it on your joints or any sore muscles. And within 30 minutes, you feel better. It's amazing. I love it and I use it daily and I would encourage you to do the same. If you are interested in checking out Flat River Infusion products, please go to their website at flatriverinfusions.com. And any purchase that you make when you mention our show, please use the coupon code CUFITNESS, the letter C, the letter U, fitness, and receive a 20% discount on all of your purchases. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am your host. I am Allison Katzkowski. I'm so glad that you're tuning in to join me on this Tuesday morning. I hope that wherever you are, you're doing something fun and positive for yourself. So today, I want to sort of move in a different direction and start with a different topic. This is something that I've become increasingly more interested in. And the more I have conversations with all of you and I hear about just the things that I think we're all facing, not just as a population, but just I think where we all are in general, considering that we're all really still coming out of the pandemic. There's still places that have restrictions in place. There's still lots of questions I'm feeling out there from you, from from not just from you, but from my clients, from people that I talk with on the street, from people that I see out in public. Um, I still think there's this sense of, We're not really sure, number one, if all this is over with, and number two, what is it that's going to be next for us? And being that it's the middle of July, roughly, and the year is about half over, try that one on, you know, I think that it's a reasonable question, I think, for all of us to ask. And so what I thought I would do in this particular episode is share with you three thoughts that I have regarding energy, regarding how we look at what our path forward can be, and hopefully leave you with some simple tips that you can use every day just so that you can evaluate yourself. Because I think I think we can know that it's time to make a change. We can know that maybe we're not quite where we want to be. We can know that there are things that we still want to accomplish, but maybe that's where it stops for us. Maybe we're not exactly sure where we head from here. Maybe we don't really know what that looks like. And if we do, then maybe we're so busy thinking about where what we've been through and where we are that it's hard to get us into an, an energy space where we can let a lot of that go and focus on what we want to move into our world going forward. 
And so what I want to do, this subject is absolutely fascinating to me. It's something that I've been doing a lot more work in over the last few years in my work with my clients and just in my work in general, in my writing in general, and in the work that I do with my coaches um, about this whole concept of energy. You know, a lot of what we teach at CU Fitness is around energy. A lot of our clients come to us and want a way to improve their energy levels so they feel better. They want a way to um, gravitate toward more positive energy in their life so that they feel better. And all of that impacts how we make our decisions, how we live, you know, how we treat ourselves, the things that we do for our mindset, the things that we do for to keep our bodies fit and strong. It is all connected. It's really difficult to imagine a scenario that you would be working on your physical health without also working on your mental health. It would be difficult to imagine working on your mental health without also working on ways to improve your energy. So my point in saying all this is, is to hopefully help you, give you some perspective and put all this together when I share with you these three main thoughts that I have over the concept of energy, how do we, what is it first off? How do we improve it? What is involved in all of that? How do we let go what's not serving us? And also, you know, to give you a few pearls to help you move forward so that you can stay future focused rather than focused on the past or what might actually happen today. So that's where I'm headed with this episode today. So I would love to hear what you have to think. Please, uh, when you can, if you uh, feel like reaching out to me, please do so at allison at cufitness.com. You're welcome to drop me a DM either on Facebook or on Instagram. I am FitStyleGal on Instagram. Feel free to do that. Um, we try to let you guys know when we have my team and I, when a new episode drops. You can always find our podcast on my website, which is cufitness.com. Just click the podcast tab. Um, and I would love for you to leave me a review. And if you do so, please tell me who you are. You're welcome to screenshot it, send it to me in private message. You're welcome to email it to me and I'll be happy to send you a little gift, a little token of my appreciation. Um, you know, reviews really help people find us more. It really helps our message stay out there. And it also gives our sponsors a little bit of um, a little bit of airtime as well. Um, so we, we definitely want to make sure that we're doing all of those things because right now, really what I'm seeing is, is the podcast space is really growing. And we, we're going to be here every single week sharing good quality information with you, having exciting guests to interview, to hopefully give you the absolute best perspective on your own journey of self-care. So it really helps us uh, when you let us know what you think. So please always know uh, that you can do that and you can always reach out to me. Just drop me a message, either in emails, just find me on Facebook. Um, you can send me a message through my business page. That's the letter C, the letter U Fitness on Facebook. It's the little green man icon is what I like to tell people. Or you can find me on Instagram as well and send me a DM there. So what are we talking about today? So what I want to do, these are my three thoughts on how do we define the path forward for us? Um, and I'm going to really center around this whole concept of energy just because I find it incredibly fascinating. And I really think it drives and directs so much of our future. Um, and, you know, and I say this because we are not trained to look at our outcomes like this. We are trained to look for evidence. We're trained to watch our bank account. We're trained to 
you know, watch the signs that we see. You know, we're trained when we go in the gym to look for evidence that what we're doing is working. How many calories are you burning, for example? Um, How are you looking in the mirror? What does the scale say? These are all things that we see with our five senses. So, and one of my coaches has a saying, she says, all of your power is in what you don't see. So I'll explain a little bit more about what I mean a little bit on that a little bit later on in the show. So let me get to these three thoughts because I'm anxious for you to hear them. And I'm also would love to, again, know what you think. So again, feel free. You can always um, DM me um, and maybe we can get to know each other a little bit better. So let's talk first. Um, my first point is let's relate this actually to what the, what, the, what the laws of energy actually are. There are three main laws of energy. And if you remember back in science class in junior high or high school or whenever you had um, science or science, maybe even in chemistry, I was a biology major in college. I always loved the science classes in high school. Those were always my favorite, my favorite ones. I had great teachers. I was really, really fortunate in that regard. And it really helped you know, spur my interest, if you will, in studying more science on a deeper level when I went to college and then when I went to grad school at East Carolina. So um, the laws of energy, there are three. Some experts refer to these as the book of threes or the law of threes. Um, now, physics was really not my forte. Physics to me was just was a lot of logic. It was a lot of math and logic. Um, It was very straightforward, but it's really not where my actual interest was. But we can't have a discussion about energy without talking about this. So I'm going to try to keep this really basic because I feel like when we understand things, even at the most basic level, it's a lot easier to apply to our day to day life and to, to more complicated situations like when we get emotion involved, when we get our feelings involved, when we get our mindset involved and all that. It really does come down to basics. And if you understand how to connect the dots, if you understand how, you know, where our thoughts come from and how those, do they come from feelings? Do they just come from the air? Do they come from what somebody says to us? And when we understand these things about how our body operates and how our body is set up to, you know, manage our energy and manage how we do things as a species, things make a lot more sense when we're able to look out there and figure out you know, whether or not we're moving in the right direction. So the laws of energy are that the first law of energy is probably the most popular one, the one that I hear a lot of experts in my space talk about the most, and that is that energy cannot be created or destroyed. So you can't just simply go out somewhere and create a bunch of energy, um, you know, in a, in a fixed container and put a lid on it and put it on a shelf until you need it, basically. Um, by the same token, energy can never really be completely destroyed. Um, There is always constant energy in the universe, Um, and it's never at a place where we're really going to run out, if you will. Now, there is a question. There is there. Now, what is true is that we can actually manage our energy better so we can move it around and manage it better. But the energy itself is always going to be there. Okay. Uh, the second law of energy is, is that energy usually moves from one state to another, meaning that if you have something that gets destroyed, like let's take um, let's take fire, for example, if you're making a fire, you put a piece of wood into fire, what happens? It burns all the way down to kindling in some instances, or maybe even ashes. And the same energy is present. It's just in a different form. 
Okay, so that's your second law of energy is that energy can be changed to a different form, but it doesn't mean that the energy actually goes away. Okay, and then the last rule of energy is, is that all objects actually have energy. Okay, um, so this is just a, this is a constant. I think the law reads that we will never actually reach absolute zero, which is 273 degrees Celsius, I believe, okay, or Kelvin, if you look at the um, the real science scale. Now, if you're not a science person, I may be speaking Greek, but these are basic laws. So if we think about where energy goes in our life, where energy comes into our world and where it leaves and where we get stuck and where we have a hard time uh, deciding what to do. And when we find ourselves in a place where we think that nothing's really working, energy is always at work. Energy is always moving. It's always around us. It's, it shows it's, it's present in every single thing that we have in our world. For example, the chair I'm sitting on right now is made of energy. We are made of energy. The light bulbs and the lights in your rooms are made of energy. The clothes you wear are made of energy. The, I wear glasses and so my glasses are made of energy, okay? Um, the food that you consume is made of energy in all different kinds. So it's not a matter of not having any energy or feeling like our energy is low or feeling like energy is in short supply. It's not that. It's just that the way it shows up for us and how we manage it is usually the deciding factor, Okay. So I want you to keep that in mind as I share these thoughts with you, okay? We must decide what energy state we want to be in. That's probably my big takeaway for point number one, okay? So example, if you decide, let's say you're trying to work out a conflict in your life, you know, maybe you have a problem with someone in your family, maybe it's someone that you work with, maybe it's a friend, um, or maybe it's all of that, I don't know. When we, want, when we want to move to a higher energy level, when we want to move to a place where we feel like our energy is actually serving us rather than feeling like we're literally drowning in something, okay, then we have to decide what energy space we actually want to move to. And when we look at the vibrational scale of how energy works, what are some of the lower energy levels? Usually sorrow is down there, depression anxiousness, anger, jealousy, sadness, disappointment. Um, these are all what we call low frequency emotions. And all of these emotions carry a very low energy load, okay? Meaning that it literally can keep us at a low point. In other words, it will keep us from experiencing things that make us feel better the longer that we stay there, okay? Consequently, when we look at the higher frequency emotions like happiness, excitement, inspiration, joy, um, gratitude, um, you know, any of those are on the higher vibrational scale. And when we're in one of those emotional states, we notice that we feel so much better. Our bodies function better. We move better. Our minds feel more clear. We make better decisions. We feel more um, inspired and motivated to continue with something. You know, we're usually more engaged in our life when we're in one of those emotional states. So that's not to say that there's never any guarantee that we won't experience a lower emotion. In fact, life is full of the ups and the downs. And ultimately, as human beings, 
we want contrast. We want a contrast between a high emotion and a low emotion because it's kind of like, I'll give you another example. I had a friend this weekend move to Hawaii. Her husband is in the army and they were moved out there um, for their next assignment. And I always hate saying goodbye to people. Um, But the sadness that I feel for not having her here physically just means that the feeling I had with having her here as a friend was at a higher, a higher frequency, if you will. So ultimately, when we feel sadness at some point, it usually means that we've had, we know we've had that feeling of a higher frequency and vibration before. Okay. So there's never any guarantee that we're not going to experience the lower emotions. But when we have the tools and we understand how to navigate our energy levels better through a, a series of things that what we teach in our programs, it's a lot easier to help us process and move through those lower vibrational states. Um, a whole lot better. But we have to decide what energy space do we want to be in. So if we're trying to raise our energy to a higher level, we're trying to move to a space where we feel like what we're doing is working better for us, then we have to ask ourselves, what is it that we really desire? What is it that we really want? And what is it that we can do today that's going to help move us forward? And we have to make our decisions from that place, not from the place of, I have no idea what to do. I feel so horrible right now. I just don't want to do anything. Okay. We have to feel our feelings. We have to allow ourselves to be in that space. We don't want to ignore it. The more we ignore it, the worse it's going to get for us. But we have to be able to know the energy space that we want to go to to as well. Okay. So just file that away for right now. Okay. We want to decide what energy that we want to be in. And when we allow ourselves to really sit with that and think about what that can mean for us. Okay. This is where we can really make a shift mentally. We can really think about where is it that we want to go and how can we direct our thinking more to that spot rather than the spot where we, where we are right now, which we've already decided that we don't want to be in if we're at a lower energy. So just think about that as we, as we move through these points, okay? Point number two, the lifting and raising of our energy is dependent on our vibration. Now, I talked about that a little bit just a minute ago, Right. The lower energy emotions and the higher energy emotions. If you were to put map all of this out on a scale, like take a ruler, for example, and the numbers one, two, three, and whatever that are at the lower point of the ruler, those are going to be your lower vibration emotions. If you go, like, say your ruler goes up to 50, for example, the number, the higher numbers are going to be your higher frequency emotions, happiness, excitement, inspiration, gratitude, joy. You know, that, you know, you know what I mean? The feeling when you feel really happy, it's a higher vibrational energy. So think about that. So you've got your lower vibration emotions and your higher ones. Okay. So if we're in a lower energy and we want to move to a higher energy and a lower energy can show up in our bodies too. It's not just, you know, how we feel. Feelings are simply vibrations in our body. Okay. And they usually come from something that we're thinking. So for example, with my friend who just left this weekend, you know, of course I was sad the day that she left when I had to say goodbye to her because my thought was, is that 
I'm not happy that she's leaving. She's not going to be here physically anymore. You know, I'm not going to see her when I come here to work out. Okay. So those are the thoughts that I'm thinking, which are going to make me feel sad. Okay. And that's where my, my emotion is coming from is that it's not coming from her leaving. It's coming from what I think about her leaving. Okay. And so many of us base our emotions on things that are happening in our life rather than deciding it's what we think about what's happening in our life that's making us feel a certain way. Okay. So think about that. So when we want to lift and raise our energy levels, okay, it's dependent on the vibrational state of where we are. So if we want to move to a higher vibration, okay, then what we want to try to do first off is what do we need to think? in order to help us manufacture that feeling. What do we need to believe, okay, in order to have that be an energy state that we can actually move to, okay? And this is where it can get a little tricky depending on where you are and what obstacles, barriers, you know, physical limitations or anything that you're thinking about right now, okay? But we have to allow ourselves to sit with it and decide where is it, first of all, that we want to go, just like I just said, because here's the other point, is that the more that we work to summon the feeling of a higher vibration, in other words, the more we think the thoughts that make us feel, you know, excited, for example, or inspired, or, you know, fulfilled, or grateful, or any of those, okay, the, those higher vibrations are going to help us connect more to what some people refer to as the spirit. Some people refer to as the source. Some people call it the field of intention. Some people call it the quantum field. And for all of us, that's different, okay? Depending on how you view your universe, some people refer to it as the universe, okay? But the key to being able to connect to that, at least to what it is that we desire for our lives, is to really work on how is it that we really want to feel and what do we need to think in order to feel that, okay? So it's important because, you know, it to some degree, it is, it is manageable for us, meaning that we can do it ourselves, okay? Um, but we have to really be onto ourselves. We have to really think about how it is that we're viewing the thing, whatever it is that we're challenged with, And wherever it is that we want to go, we have to recognize that our power is in what we think about it. It's not in what someone else thinks about it. It's not in what's already happened. It's not in an event of the world like the pandemic, for example. It's not in the fact that you don't like your boss, you don't like your job, you're not getting along with your partner right now, you know, or whatever. It's not about that. It's about what you think about that that's holding you back in general. Okay. So what we want to try to do is think in terms of thoughts that help us connect to that field of intention for us, whatever that field for us is, whether you call it the universe, you call it the spirit, you call it the source or whatever. Okay. Um, It puts us in a position where we can actually receive more good things. Okay. Now think about what that means for a minute. Think about a time in your life, maybe when, you know, you're a, a little depressed, you're sad, you're um, not very focused. Maybe you're a little bit more distracted than normal. I mean, hello, I don't know a single person over the past year that hasn't really felt like that at some point, myself included. Okay. But think about when we're in that state and when we're in that position, we are less likely to have ideas come to us on what will actually serve us better, 
because we're so focused on what's happening with us right now. Now, like I said, I'm not telling you to ignore any negative feeling that you ever have. Again, I'm not saying that. In fact, quite the contrary. I'm saying it's okay to feel it, but you just don't want to allow yourself to stay there. You want to acknowledge it and recognize it, but you also want to recognize that it is within your control to feel better. Okay. Because it is ultimately up to you what you want to think and what energy state you want to move to. In other words. Okay. So the research is very clear on this, that, you know, some people call this being in alignment when we move to a higher frequency. Um, And when we're in alignment is when more positive things start to drop in for us. Um, We get a different idea. We have a different opportunity. You know, I I was talking with a client the other day and, and she used the terminology and just out of the blue, this happened. And I don't know if you've ever had anything like that happen in your life where maybe there's something that you're thinking about. And then randomly you get an opportunity like soon that deals with whatever it is that that is. Okay. That's not a coincidence. That's the universe or a source or the field of intention matching you up with where it is that you are. So the key there, the key learning point is we don't want to allow ourselves to stay in a space that allows us to continually think thoughts that are not good for us. Okay. We want to think things that help elevate us. We want to think things that help increase our vibrational level. Okay. This is ultimately what helps us feel better. When we feel better, we feel more energetic. Okay. It's all connected. So this is where the better ideas come from. The new plan, the new opportunity. We meet the new friend. We meet the new contact that's going to help us land our dream job. We get the idea for a new business. Uh, We get the idea for something else. Maybe it's a vacation. Maybe it's something to do with a friend. Maybe it's a solution to a problem. It doesn't have to be any one certain thing. It can be any of those things, okay? But we don't get there unless we allow ourselves to go to that higher frequency, that higher energy level, okay? Um, This is really what some people refer to as helping us expand our level of consciousness. Now, some people will say, well, Allison, that's all well and good, but I can't ignore reality. This is the way my life is. This is how much money I make. This is how, you know, my home life is. This is how my relationship is. This is how, you know, my friendship is or whatever. Okay. You know, I'm not telling you to ignore it, but what I am telling you is, is that you have a choice what you want to think about it. So if you change the way you think about it, odds are if you expand your frequency and your energy level, then you're probably going to have a different idea about it, but that's not going to come to you unless you allow yourself to be open to that. And really right now, what I'm hearing from so many people in terms of kind of looking at the rest of their year, looking at what's next, looking at what's coming up for next year, you know, now that we're, you know, we're all coming out again, if you will, and everyone's starting to travel, you know, people are starting to gather and do things again. This is a perfect opportunity, I think, to challenge all of us as to what's next for any of us and how do we move forward from here, okay? So always be open to what that is like for you, what that could look like for you. And instead of telling yourself, this is too hard, This is too complicated. I can't really handle this right now. We're making that decision from a low energy viewpoint from a, and it's okay to really be honest with yourself and say, this isn't something that I want to tackle right now, but don't tell yourself that you can't handle it. 
Okay. That's a completely different energy than saying, I'm going to put this over here on the side until I'm at a point when I can handle it from a better frame of mind. Okay. You know, the thing about our minds is, and one of the things that my coach has really taught me is is that our, our brains are like a giant tape recorder. They, they're always listening to what we're saying. You know, they're always listening to what we're doing. They're always watching. Okay. So if you, this is why you have to be onto yourself. If you start telling yourself the negative thoughts, like this is never going to work for me. That ship has sailed. This isn't going to work. What's wrong with me? I'm a loser. Um, you know, my time is never going to come, et cetera, et cetera. Your mind remembers all that. So the next time that something happens and you're feeling really challenged, your mind's going to remind you of your limiting belief or whatever it is that you said. Okay. So you always want to be aware of how you're framing things and how you're referencing things. And, you know, it's, it's okay to be frustrated and angry and sad all at the same time, but we just don't want to let ourselves stay there. We want to ask ourselves, okay, I'm okay with where I am right now. However, what is it that I want to think about this and what is the best path forward for me? We always want to be really self-coaching ourselves when it comes to that. Okay. This is really what helps us elevate our entire energy level, which will ultimately allow us to receive more into our lives. Okay. Which will really allow us to become more of who we are intended to be. This is one of the things that we talk about when we talk about being the ultimate version of yourself. We, that ultimately requires us to be connected to the highest energy level for us that we possibly can. This allows us to connect to our field of intention, to the source, to the universe, to who is it that we are meant to be on this planet. So think about it from that standpoint. We really do have a lot more power than we give ourselves credit for, okay? How are ways that we can actually improve our energy level, okay? We can improve our energy level, obviously, through movement, you know, daily activity. How many times a day can you challenge yourself to be active? I was having a discussion the other day with somebody about this, and this person was saying, you know, I'm really stretched pretty thin right now. You know, there's, a, you know, so we had to let people go at work, and I'm doing the job of several people, and so, you know, getting an hour workout in just isn't possible right now. So my, my, my retort is, is, okay, so how many times can you be active throughout the day? Meaning, can you get up from your desk once an hour? Can you take the stairs? Can you do a quick set of push-ups at lunch? Can you do some stretching? Can you take a walk? There's always something that's available. It's kind of like my coach calls it, what's possible? So instead of li- allowing ourselves to live in what can't work, Okay. Ask yourself what can work instead and see that's in a completely different energy. So that's going to take you to a completely different place. Okay. Eating high energy foods is another way to help us expand our energy levels and it overall increase our energy and our vibrational levels. Okay. Foods that are plant-based notice I didn't say vegan because I'm not vegan. I love my hamburgers. I love chicken. I love fish. I love having a steak occasionally. I don't really ever see myself not having meat in my future, if I'm being frank, but I know there's a lot of people out there who are becoming a lot more focused on, you know, being more vegetarian like that is totally fine. But in general, it's always a good idea to think about, can we eat more plant-based? Okay. Meaning that can we eat more of a plant-based diet? Okay. Foods from the ground, fruits and vegetables. Okay. Organic versus processed. Okay. Okay. Can we make things fresh? Can we prepare things ourselves 
versus relying on takeout and, you know, ready-made foods that are already prepared. You know, it's like someone told me once, you know, food that you buy in a box, a bag, a can, and something else, you really want to limit, obviously. But, you know, it's like I've said before on previous episodes, there's so many places where you can go and shop and there's so many foods that are already prepared. You know, there are meals that are already prepared in a nice little pretty container and all you need to do is take it home and and heat it. Okay. Um, You know, and in some instances, that's not a bad thing. Like, for example, the Whole Foods where I like to go, they have, they usually have a chicken, Brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes already prepared in a container. Those are all examples of high energy foods. Okay. The salad bar is phenomenal. Um, I've done that sometimes on my lunch break or sometimes at dinner. I'll stop and get several items to take home. You know, it's not ideal. I prefer to prepare it myself, but I usually tr- not try to pick things that at least look better and I know will taste better. Things that aren't necessarily prepared in cheese sauce, you know, that aren't prepared in a cream sauce, all these things that you've heard me talk about before. You know, so leaning toward plant-based foods that are less processed, obviously watching the alcohol, drinking plenty of water. Okay, that's not to say that juice and sparkling water and coffee are not okay. I drink all of those things and it's okay. But by far, I drink more water than I do those other things. So you also want to keep all of that in mind too. The daily practices that we do every day help to lower our energy too. Like think about that for a minute. You know, there are so many people right now that aren't sleeping. You know, there are people that are stressed, they're anxious. You know, there's a lot of people that have gained weight over the pandemic. So all of this affects our energy. And if our energy level is affected, it affects everything else in our life. Okay. So movement, eating, making sure we get plenty of rest, managing our stress. What types of self-care are you doing every day? That's what the show is about. I love to find out what your perspective is on self-care. Usually when we think about that, we're talking about things that help us recharge, things that help us reset, things that help us clear our mind, give us, give us peace, give us clarity, anything along those lines, spending some time in nature, you know, breathing the fresh air, taking a walk, you know, spending some time with good friends. These are all things that help really exercise our mind as much as it does exercise our body. These are all things that we can do every single day that will help us raise our energy levels. And in turn, will help us expand our energy frequency, if you will, which is what allows us to comp, to have the kind of life that we really all desire, okay? Um, so point number three, and the last thing I'll share before I close up today's show is, you know, I wanna piggy, go back to that, to the comment I made at the beginning of the show today about all of what you desire is in the unknown. And what does this mean? You know, we're trained as human beings, to look for things that we want and look for the evidence, look for the path, you know, look for what works, you know, and obviously I I have a science background. That's the way I was trained. I was trained to look at the data, look at what has worked. What are the trends? What are the things that you're seeing that's working? What's not working? What, what are the things that we can correct? But sometimes when it comes to, you know, being able to create better things for our life, You know, whether that's, you know, a different workout plan or adjusting how we feel our bodies or adjusting our sleep and stress management and rest or the things that we do for fun. You know, sometimes these ideas don't come to us when we're just focused on watching what we see with our eyes. 
You know, my coach told me, just said the other day, she said, everything you see in your life is a reflection of what you believe. It's a reflection of your thoughts. It's not a reflection of what you don't believe necessarily. Okay. Now there, there'll be things that you come across in your life that maybe catch you off guard, or maybe things that somebody might say that you don't really agree with. Okay. But if you're wanting to do something different, if you're wanting to look ahead, if you're wanting to make changes in your life, okay, then if you get an idea and you're inspired by something, go with that, okay? Go with that. You're you're not getting that idea by accident. You're getting that idea because that's the universe's way of saying, this is something you should take a look at, okay? And in order to bring that into our world, then we want to work on thinking things that will allow us to pursue that. The problem with us as human beings is, is that we're taught to look at what we see. Well, that's not going to work because I'm already doing this. Well, that's not going to work because I can't pay for it. Well, that's not going to work because, you know, I know how I am and I've tried this in the past. We're wanting a sign. We're almost wanting a guarantee. And sometimes, you know, when we want to connect to our field of intention, and increase our energy level, we have, there has to be an element of trust there too. So if you believe it, then you will see it. So instead of saying, I'll see it when I believe it, which is what so many people do. Okay. I used to do that for a long time, but you know, now it is, it's, it's really exciting sometimes when you allow yourself to be open to what's possible, because If you really believe that for yourself, if you really believe that's the direction that you want to go, or even if you're not sure what that direction is, but you're just thinking that something needs to change, go with it, go with it, trust your gut, go with it. This is where all your power is. All your power is in the unknown. So you're going to see your life better. Okay. When we learn to expand our energy, and that means we have to sometimes trust and trust that things are always working out for us. That's something I say every day in my belief practice. Everything is always working out for me. It's not working against me. It's not happening to me, but it's working for me. So think about that a lot. There's power in the words that we choose. There's power in the language that we use. Okay. So we see our world through our beliefs. Okay. Not necessarily through, you know, through, the evidence, if you will. Okay. So whatever it is that you believe in your life, your, your, your mind is going to show you more evidence of that. In other words. Okay. So my last tip for you is spend some time being future focused. Okay. And in my industry, I, I probably deal with this almost every day. People think that setting goals is the same thing as being future focused. It's really not setting a goal requires you. Yes. To, look into the future a little bit and say, this is where I want to be. Now, is that a bad thing? Absolutely not. It's always a good idea to set goals. However, think about when the words that you're using, instead of using future language, I will do this. Think about it in terms of present tense. Today, I am the person who, whatever, whatever that is, fill in the blank. Today, I am the person who, today I am the person who has achieved her weight loss goals because this is what I do. Okay, so we want to use language that correlates with what it is that we're calling in for ourselves. Okay, so think present tense instead of future tense, because future tense implies that it hasn't happened yet. And part of us being able to be successful 
with the things that we want for ourselves, whether that's improving our energy, getting stronger, getting fitter, feeling better, uh, having more energy, you know, having all these wonderful things for our life that we desire for ourselves, it requires that we need to think a little different too. Okay. And sometimes that means it starts with the language that we use. So start using language in the present tense versus always the future tense. Future tense also tells our mind that it hasn't happened yet. So if we talk in terms of the things that we really desire for ourselves as as they're happening right now, then you know what? You're probably going to think a little different. You're probably going to come up with different ideas and you're probably going to want to do things a little different. Okay. So think about that. That's my last tip for you. So before I sign off, I want to give my, my sponsor a plug here, Flat River Infusions. We are, they are a North Carolina-based hemp company. Their products are phenomenal. I use their herbal salve just about every day. Um, it's 1,000 milligrams of all-natural CBD. All of their products are made and manufactured here in North Carolina. Um, I definitely recommend that you head over to their website, flatriverinfusion.com, and use the coupon code CUFITNESS and get a 20% discount on all of your purchases. All of their products are phenomenal. Um, you definitely want to check them out and please patronize them so they continue to help support us and we can continue to be partners on the air. Before too, I sign off again, I want to tell you how thankful and grateful I am for all of your support. We're heard all over the world. Every week we reach more people and I could not do it without you. So please know how grateful and excited and joyful I am to be here every week to talk with you and to get to know you better and to continue to share interesting and relevant topics that I think can really help move us all forward on our journey of self-care. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one.